everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. On today's episode, we are talking about first aid for the body and the mind. So I am going to tell you a story. I'm going to tell you a little story about what happened this weekend. Uh, there was a bit of an I guess an emergency, an event that happened. I'll share with you what happened. And then I'm going to share a few key takeaways. So before you go to listen to this episode, honestly, I just have to share this with you guys. I had somebody who reached out to me this last week. Out of the goodness of their heart, they reached out and they said, Michelle, I've been listening to your podcast and I have some tips for you on how to make it better. Well, of course, I want those tips, right? Long story short, uh, and actually it wasn't just one person, it was a few people, and it all stemmed around this idea of I am not as polished and produced as they would like, or as other podcasters are. And I said, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You see, this is not a production, and I hope that you don't think that this is a production. I don't have an editor. I don't have a writer. I don't have somebody who goes in and, you know, polishes up my, my, um, episodes for you. I literally want this to be a time where you and I can sit and I imagine that I'm sitting right with you, either driving next to you in your car while you're driving, I'm, I'm your passenger, or we're sitting down at the, the kitchen table or maybe in your, your comfy living room and we're having a cup of coffee. That's what I want this podcast to be. So today we're just sitting in our living room and I'm going to tell you a story, Okay. So if that's the case, I want you to go get your favorite beverage. Maybe you love tea. Maybe you love coffee. I don't know. Maybe this is the evening and you need a a little alcoholic beverage, whatever makes your heart happy. Um, But one thing that I would ask you to consider is my friend and um, I guess colleague at this point, uh, Missy Bobo, uh, she owns Thumb Roast Coffee. And I'm sure you've heard me talk about it before. And you'll hear me a ton more talking about it. Uh, I knew Missy several years back when she was my coaching client and her business alone has just skyrocketed. Um, but the thing that I love about Missy is uh, honestly, I love her coffee. Okay. I'm a coffee drinker. Uh, I love her decaf coffee. I have never found decaf coffee that I really enjoy. Uh, and thumb roast coffee has some amazing picks as far as that goes. So I'm going to leave a link in our description and just go check it out. See if it's right for you. It's one of those things. Not only will you get good coffee so you can sit and enjoy the podcast, but you'll be supporting somebody who supports this community. So with that, um, uh, go check out the link and then finish the rest of the story. And at the end, I'm going to invite you to share with me what are your thoughts or key takeaways as you listen to the story. Okay. So you might want to jot those down as you listen. Awesome. Enjoy. All right. So let's get started. So first of all, just a a huge, I'm so sorry in being so late in getting this to you. Uh, The day has just about gotten over by the time I've got to you. Uh, We have had so many moving parts this weekend. Uh, We've had a lot going on and I just now got into my studio uh, and I'm just going to tell you a story. Okay. So just sit back and just kind of enjoy yourself for a little bit. 
So Friday evening, uh, we had gotten done with our days. The kids were back from school. They did their chores. I was finally done with a full day of Zooms. My husband was done with all of his paperwork. And we said, you know what? This has been a really good week. We've really enjoyed ourselves this week. We've done some good work. Let's go out and celebrate. Let's do something fun. So we went ahead and ordered pizza from a place that we hardly ever get pizza from, but we all love. We just forget that it's there because it's on the other side of town. And so we got, we ordered the pizza. We were going to pick it all up and we we're going to go to a park and eat at the park. Just enjoy our time outside, even though here in Michigan, in the United States, it's getting a little chilly, <laughs> but we decided we're just going to do something fun. So we all pile into the car and, you know, we get mm, maybe three miles down the road and we come upon an intersection. It's a somewhat major intersection for our neighborhood. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts to it. And the sun has at that particular time of the day, it causes some drivers to have uh, blindness. So that's what happened. To make an extremely long story short, here our family of five is in our car and we are frontline witnesses to a T-bone accident. And as soon as we saw it, we're like, yeah, that one's going to be a bad one. So my husband, of course, he, he's a, a mechanic and a mechanic son and a, a you know industrial arts teacher. And uh, he, he just is like, oh, yeah, I can see it before it even happens. And he's also a driver's ed instructor. So, uh, and he immediately starts to talk to the kids about what, what he's seeing. And I'm like looking at him in, in, in awe and wonder, like, how can you be talking about that right now? And I said, stay in the car. And I got out of the car. I immediately rushed to the scene. Now, listen, before I hear from somebody, oh my gosh, you're a hero. You're this, you're that. I, I've heard it already. I don't need to hear it again. It's okay. I don't think that I'm a hero in this regard. Honestly, I've just had a certain amount of training. See, in my earlier days before, uh, when I was in college, I had several different positions that I had to have some uh, just under <laughs> first responder training, if that makes sense. So um, a lot of, of my training and my experience was in helping people who were in some really tough situations. So this was just a get out, somebody needs help, go. So I'm not going to tell you everything that happened, but I was able to administer a little bit of first aid, just, you know, some care and comfort, um, help get the scene a little bit under control. Uh, you know, we made sure 911 was called. All of the first responders came in. They did their job uh, and got back in the car. And we had to move our car because we were a part of the scene at that moment. And, uh, you know, half hour, 45 minutes later, we finally arrive at the pizza shop and we get the pizza and we, we go ahead and, and finish the rest of our evening. Now, there were some things that I realized not only during that, uh, I guess, interchange, but also after the fact and actually for the whole weekend. And that's a part of why I was a little bit later in coming to you today because I, I've really just been processing it all. Okay. And there's a few things that I've learned about first aid for the body and the mind. And, you know, typically when we're in some sort of emergency situation, obviously first aid for the body is first and foremost, right? Especially if you have somebody who might be on the brink of, you know, passing away, we need to make sure that doesn't occur. 
However, after that is when you need to get into the first aid for the, for the mind. So if you don't have some sort of first aid for the mind afterwards, that's where you have post-traumatic stress disorder or just trauma syndrome. Okay. And so knowing all of that, I was really just kind of cognizant of not just me, but my whole family because they were a part of it as well. So I'd like to just pinpoint a couple things for you. Uh, honestly, just that I've learned about myself uh, and that I've learned as far as life lessons. So take them for what you will. Uh, but this is what I've learned this weekend. So the first thing I've learned is that not everybody treats an emergency in the same way. So my husband immediately went into, this is why my kids need to know driving is so important, right? And went into education mode. And also because he has been uh, not only trained by the people early in his life, but also by beliefs he tells himself that he's not good in an emergency. And so, you know, he says, oh, I can't, I can't deal with blood. I can't deal with blood. And the more that he says it, the more he believes it and the more that it's true. Okay. Now I, on the other hand, have not had that luxury, uh, not only for myself, but for many other people, I've had the opportunity and I'll say it's an opportunity because I truly believe it is to step into some pretty, um, hard things to deal with and to help them through that. So not all people react the same, and it really is dependent on what experiences have built your autopilot program that says this is how we respond in an emergency. And I found it interesting because during the time, I mean, I had no adrenaline rush. It was just like, get out, do what needs to be done. It, honestly, I felt like it was another to-do item on my list for today, and I didn't stop to think about it, but, you know, squarely fits in the whole 2020 idea, right? So for the last six months since we've been having our stay-at-home order, I've just gotten in, in, into this habit of this is the next hard thing. Okay, this is what we're doing now, and just switching and doing it, Right? Now, I know not everybody has got there. And so my husband, you know, he reacted differently. And afterwards, I was waiting for a response within myself because I thought, okay, that's usually after, you know, the, the experience is when you have the adrenaline rush and, you know, we need to work on that. And it was interesting because my husband had that response. His, his driving was very different afterwards. He was not only way more careful uh, but I noticed that he wasn't as kind of smooth in his driving. And when I asked him about it, he said, oh, no, there's nothing wrong. And I'm like, OK, he's he's experiencing some stress, too. And of course, we talked to our children about it. You know, what did you notice? You know, what did you feel? Um, you know, what were you thinking? Not only when it happened, but, you know, throughout this whole thing. Uh, and and so I don't I haven't noticed any struggles or stress from the kids this weekend. Um but I have for myself a little bit of struggle. And I had to ask myself, why am I struggling with this? And I thought at first it's that reaction, right? You have some adrenaline, you have some stress, you know, I must be struggling because I have stress. And then I thought, well, wait a minute, I have Psych K, which if you haven't heard me talk about Psych K before, basically it is um, a modality that has certain protocol that allows you to process stress very quickly. That's one of the things that we can do with Insight K. And I use it for myself for all kinds of things and also with some of my clients. And so I immediately went into uh, doing those, that protocol for stress. And I was like, nope, that, that's done. I'm, I'm done. 
Uh, but for two days, I, I felt like all of my inputs were telling me that I should have a problem with what ha happened. Certain people found out what, what happened and they were reaching out and saying, oh my gosh, Michelle, how can I help you? I know that this is hard for you. And, you know, my, all of my past experience dealing with trauma and the, the trainings that I've had and, you know, working with other people said, you should have a problem with this. In reality, I, I didn't. I actually had peace about the whole thing. I had peace when it happened. I had peace right after. I had, I had peace about the situation throughout the whole weekend. But yet I was in struggle. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. What is, this doesn't even make sense. Why am I in struggle? And I realized it was because I was trying to make myself feel bad because I thought that's what I should do. And that's so far from the truth. And, you know, there was one thing that happened when I was in this, this moment of struggle, which I won't say it was struggle with stress. It was struggle with like the expectation of what I should feel rather than acknowledging what I did feel. Uh, I posted something on, uh, the, on my Facebook group in my private group, uh, that's filled with people who, you know, we all love each other and support each other and encourage each other. And I posted something and there was one sentence and all it said was, and my husband didn't do anything. Now I could have prefaced that with, he had a different reaction or honestly, I could have just left it out. Right. And then a friend called me out and she's probably listening. You know who you are. So kudos to you. She called me out. She texted me and she said, Michelle, did you really mean to say this? And I had a, a very quick reply. No, no, no. Thank you. Uh, I did not mean to say that. I'm going to fix it now. Thank you so much. And I did, I went right in. I took out that one sentence and I left it. And this morning, as I was taking my walk, I was thinking about that interaction right there. First of all, you know, in this mind struggle, which at that point I didn't even realize I was just struggling with myself, uh, I had posted something and I didn't know that I was posting having a blind spot, right? And then a friend pointed it out. And then the next day I go, oh yeah, I can totally see how that wouldn't be a good thing. Okay. It wasn't done with the intent to hurt my husband, but I can totally see how it wasn't the best thing. And so I just had, I was overcome with gratitude and I actually texted this person. I said, thank you so much. Uh, I, I really need people who, who see things that I don't. And I'm so glad that you not only saw it, but you reached out and you shared it with me so I could have a, a moment to fix it. And I, I thought about how oftentimes you know, in our, our haste to be perfect, or let's say, you know, this happens and somebody calls you out on it. And, and in our haste to defend ourselves, we not only don't fix the original problem, but we kind of attack the other person who's trying to help us. And, and we don't do it out of intending to harm them. It's just maybe a, a pattern or a habit that we've created. And so I had to acknowledge for myself, Michelle, you know, good job for you that you told her, thank you. Maybe you didn't feel it, you know, all in your, your mind, body and soul at the time, but you said, thank you. You went and fixed it. And then later on, when you said, oh my gosh, that is really helpful. You went back and you said, thank you so much with all of your heart and your soul. And the reason why I say that is because sometimes, you know, if we fight against the people who are trying to help us they're not going to help us anymore. Right? So, you know, when you're, you're thinking about first aid, 
Yes, we definitely need that for our body. We also need it for our mind and we need it for our soul. So what about you? Do you have people in your life that uh, could be considered the first responders for yourself? Uh, The people who are closest to you who will call you out. If you don't, I highly encourage you to seek those people out because they're the ones that are going to take care of an issue before it even becomes an issue for you. Okay. So I, I hope that, you know, you enjoyed this little story. Honestly, I just wanted to share with you what's been happening in my life, a little bit about what I've been learning. Um, as you go through all of that, if something else pops up to you that you're like, oh, wait a minute, Michelle, what about this? You know, maybe there's a story in there or a, a teaching point that I didn't even notice. Feel free to text me or email. Let me know. Um, and I would love to know your your side of this as well. So what were your thoughts as as I told the story? All right. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.